anomaly. First episode, maybe the moment everybody's been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> Not what you knew you needed. Hey, man, that's what it for real is. The podcast, you didn't even know you needed, man. We happy to talk some NBA hoops with everybody, man. Me and my man, DF. D, man, what's so good? Uh, man, I'm good, man. Uh, you know, like, just want to, like, generally talk real basketball, like, actual, like, no, no narratives, no, no fake agendas, just real basketball. So I'm excited for that, man. Yeah, what's the, you know, talking just what, what's going on in between the lines, you know? It's, yes, sir. <laughs> no, man. But, yeah, like you said, dude, the podcast that they didn't know they needed. And like you said, talking about the facts, you know, I feel like a lot of a lot of these guys on these shows, man, they just come on here, got agendas to either bash, bash the players, make themselves look better, or just talk about stuff yeah. that's not, you know, that's not even relevant. Like, who cares about some of these things, you know? Yeah. They'll put up a photo of 20 great players and say, pick two. Like, why? <laughs> like, what does it matter? They all yeah. different positions. Yeah, it's just like pick pick two of them. Like, why would I? Why am I in this <laughs> position to pick two of these dudes? For what reason? What happened? <laughs> we got the uh with the expansion draft. Yeah, it's an expansion yeah, draft. A picture of Larry, Larry, Kareem, Michael Jordan, Kobe. It's like you got to bench one. Why? Why do I have to bench one of these players, man? So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to just you know talk some real hoops, like you said, man, and. Uh, that's why I gotta go ahead and tell people the name of the show. What you call it again? Anomaly. Yes, sir. His Anomaly. Just, just different. Just different. That's that's all. That's all. Just trying to do something different and authentic. And we gonna have some fun. We gonna have some fun with this stuff too, for sure. Of course, man. Well, let's, let's go ahead and get into it. Last week, uh, shit, we had a bunch of good games. A bunch of good games. We highlighted a couple of them to talk about. Yeah, uh, the, the Bulls and the Heat. I know it was one that you circled on your calendar and your boy Jimmy. Oh, no, the Wizards, 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 the Wizards and the Heat. And your boy Jimmy came yeah. back. How was he looking, bro? Jimmy Butler is like he's one. Of, he's like a really rare player. I see, like always in control of the game. Like he might not always like be scoring. Like he ain't about to give you thirty every game. He might like do something weird. Like he give you ten points and he has. 15 assists. Look up, he got 15 assists. Yeah. Yeah, like, he's a a weird type of dude, and I feel like he's just always in control. And, like, that, he makes that, he makes everybody in that Heat team better. So, like, like, that's the reason why we got these no-name dudes. Like, like who's Gabe Vincent? And why is he balling like this? Like, we got, like, dudes like this who just come out the G League and get the hooping. Because Jimmy allows everybody to be who they they are, and he, like, fits in the rest. Like, he'll he'll glue every, every other piece together. And that, so that's like, the most important thing, like there, what you just said. Jimmy, take the, he's okay with letting those guys shine. You know, he don't take it yeah. personal when Gabe Vincent scores 20 or Tyler Hero scores 40. He loves it more than them, I feel like, sometimes. He's a, a just the ultimate leader, I feel like. You know, takes the back seat. He drives when they need him to drive. And, yeah. you know, sometimes sometimes he'll be chauffeur. He got the DJ playlist for you. You know, he'll do what you need. He does not do. care. Doesn't he care. does not care. And like I, I, that's why he that's why I say he's one of my favorite players because he when he's ready to turn it on you're gonna see him turn it on like we we seen in the in the bubble two years ago you know they lost to the Lakers but you remember the game was a game six when he came back and gave you forty like gave forty so nasty he, he he does what he needs to do and I, I I like that Miami Heat team and that's a team we haven't seen at full full strength yet and I don't know if we I don't know when we will that's what I was gonna say with 
everything going on, not many teams have been at a consistent full strength. But mm-hmm. like you said, the Miami Heat have definitely been one of the best. The addition of Kyle Lowry has just been low-key exceptional. I know they, they yes. talked about it a lot early in the season, but now I feel like it's kind of gone underneath the table. But adding Kyle Lowry to the Miami Heat was just genius. Oh, of course. It just fits, man. Like, he's like a, a little bit of a point guard version of Jimmy. So, like, yep. another guy, he's not playing for stats. He's just trying to play basketball the right way. He got his shooters. He wants to get his shooter shots. He got his bigs. You got guys like Omer. Uh, Houston, like the big, the big, like he's putting a draft double. Yeah. We never, crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, they're letting everybody, like, be who they are. And, like, they're, they're trying to just, like, we're going to get the win. So, like, I like the, I like those two. And, you know, my guy, Bam, Bam has been out. But, like, you know, I just love, I love that team. And uh, Chicago Bulls is another team in the East that has been very impressive to start the season. And a game that they just had against Washington. Pacers had a good game as well. But DeMar DeRozan, man, we were just talking about him. Bro, back-to-back buzzer beaters is, like, one, that's crazy. But, like, the way they, like, been doing it, like, people forget, like, DeMar DeRozan can play basketball. Like, we've seen him with the, the Raptors. You know, we, he got put out by Brian. But, like, he's a good basketball player. Like, with Levine, you got DeMar. Like, you got Lamar who can, who can facilitate a little bit. And he's getting his passing numbers up. And, like, you got Zach who can give you 30. And these two dudes giving you 30 a night. And, like, you got Vucevic giving you a double-double. Lonzo giving yeah, you probably, Yeah, Vucevic is solid. And yeah, people forgot about Demar. I feel like as he went to San Antonio, and you know they haven't been San Antonio that we're used to in the history of the past. So yeah. they kind of forgot what they got going down there. But I think he went down there and became a better basketball player. You know, he yeah, he picked sure. up some stuff from that San Antonio type of playing and pop, of course. And I feel like now he's just so well rounded. And oh, I feel like course, the game yeah. is at like a complete pause to the guy. I mean, to shoot that damn buzzer beater that he shot. To even think about shooting that shot is absolutely ridiculous. Which one, man? He got the pump fake in the corner and then off one leg. Like, the one leg? Yeah, no, that's, like, that's nasty. That's like that's that's overdoing it. I'm watching the game, and I'm like, yo. You, you, you took it with confidence. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, you got to get some mid-range. That's your, that's your <laughs> bread and butter. But no, nah, he, he up to shooting two threes a game now this year. And I think he's shooting like 36% from three. So, like, he – Actually, everybody wanted him to shoot threes. Now he's shooting them a little bit yeah. and making them. So, like, he's getting those, that scoring number up, making his team a little bit better and more versatile, opening that sport, that floor up. So, like, he, he's really showing everything, man. And I think that like, when you talk about that San Antonio piece, that that passing, like that passing is yeah, like, passing. Really, like that's something that's something that he's grown at. Yeah. He's a fantastic passer now. You know, when, when Lonzo and AC aren't in, he can – you're confident when DeMar running your stuff. Um, and, and yeah. that's what he did a lot in San Antonio. San Antonio hasn't had like a true point guard, you know, in some years. They've been just mm-hmm. whatever forward wants to go. And I, I feel like that's what DeMar got in that in San Antonio the last two years is a lot of ball handling, a lot of mm-hmm. running the show, transition. He's finding guys. And you can see the Bulls just playing with so much, so much fun. You know, they're having fun out there. Man, the, that floor is like just open for them to take. Like, man, I, you just spoke on Alex Caruso, like. I know he's been like a meme for like the Lakers and stuff, but Caruso is doing the thing, bro. Like, <laughs> like I love like, guys, like I love that backcourt with like Caruso. I love Lonzo because like those guys, they don't play for stats; they just play to win. Like those are those are like they're they're just playing to win and get the job done. So like Caruso is doing a a crazy job. Like he yeah. he might give you another weird stat line where he got like 
10, 6, and 6 or something like that. Four and steals, a like, couple blocks, yeah, no, he's doing no turnovers. It, and then some of the things don't even show up on that stat sheet. So Caruso, he, he's big for that team. But that although, like, they're doing so great, I know that um, losing Patrick Williams is really going to hurt them a little bit. Yeah. It's definitely going to help. Their bigs is the one issue you got when you look at that team. And you, yeah. you got him playing the the three, four-ish, mostly the four. Losing him mm-hmm. definitely hurts. Yeah, especially that, man, that defense. Like, I know, like, they're winning these games. But they're, these are also high-scoring games. So, they need – I feel like they need a little bit more uh, – some defensive guys. But, you know, they right now they're doing a good job of just outscoring guys. And they playing good basketball. I love that uh, 76ers-Brooklyn Nets game. That, that one went down to the wire. And I just like to see in Joel and B show that he's the best big man in basketball. I, I feel like sometimes yeah. sometimes he doesn't do it. And you look at the, the last five, six games this season, he's every night trying to get you 30 and 15. Like, mm-hmm. he's not he, – he used to be okay, I feel like, with 20 and 10. Mm-hmm. I think uh, – I think B is doing another – like, I think he's, like, also trying to, like, prove that he's all right without Ben, if that makes sense yeah. right now. No, 100%. So, like, 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 you can see that he's like, like, he's good. He's like, yo, y'all, y'all got me. Build around me. Like, you know what I'm saying? We've been around, built around Ben. We've done that. He get him out the way. That's what he's really focused on. Yeah. Like, he, like uh, you know, we got that debate about who's the best big man with him and uh, Jokic in the clear front right now. But MB be doing it, like, on both ends. You see him both ends. Defensively, he – he, he's there. He's a force there. And then offensively, nobody can stop that, man. No. Nah, offensively, he's an issue. And like you said, he's definitely got some some of that Kobe Bryant type of selfishness in him where he's like, I can do it without this MF. Like, this mo- he's yeah. fine. You don't need him. Trade him away. I'm good. Give me some old guards like Tyrese Maxey and Seth Curry who want to hoop and shoot. <laughs> yes. Some guy, somebody told Tyrese Maxey, like, shoot the ball. Just shoot it. Cause if you miss it, I'm gonna go get it. Yeah, and that's like, bro, that's another under, like, under. Uh, I'm gonna say it's not, it's not like highlighted as much as like that's the signs of a good leader. You know what I'm saying? Like encouraging those guys. Like, yeah, you know, I know like people talk about him and it's like, um, sometimes they bring up his health or his weight or something like that. But like, you know, when it comes to basketball, he's there, he's showing up, and he's like empowering these guys. Oh yeah, he's 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 wearing that Philadelphia, you know type of lifestyle on his, on his sleeve for sure, blending right in. City love them, mm-hmm. team love them. And, I mean, honestly, if, if they can keep this up, they're looking like one of the better teams in the East, but we've said that many times before about the 76ers early in the season. Oh, man, and that East is a, that East is a fight. I know we got Brooklyn not, at man. the top head, but those Brooklyn up top, but, like, I think Embiid by himself can, like, change a game, especially in the playoffs when it's more of a half-court setting. Depends if he's healthy. Always, always the main question for Joel is he gonna be healthy? Yeah, of course. And then like, shout out to Tyrese Maxey in the season he having without like man, man, he, I know he's not like a a a traditional point guard. You know, he's a more of a scoring guard. He he's doing his thing and taking advantage of that opportunity for sure. He playing his ass off, man. To step into that role with the expectations and to fill those shoes, and he. He hasn't once tried to be anybody but Tyrese Maxey. That's what I like the best. You know, he hasn't come out there trying to be a Ben Simmons guard or anything like that. You know, he, he's mm-hmm. being himself. I didn't see him, you know, look off Joel sometimes to go ahead and finish strong at the rack. Like, he's just being who he is. And I, I think that's 
what the Sixers needed for sure. Because he a point guard, but like he young, but they trust him right now to run their shit late in the game. I like I like them. And but the other split side we haven't talked about with on that game is the Nets. And the Man. Nets are a scary team a little bit for me. Because like right now, I one thing that is they lost to the Sixers, but they also lost back to back games. Yeah. That's another thing we didn't highlight. But like like watching those games, they kind of like I'm not gonna say they're cocky, but they're like uh they don't care if that makes sense. They don't they care about they care when they want to care. So like I feel like it's kind of like weird, like KD got this thing, like he'll he'll be KD when he wants to be KD. Or like right now he feels like I feel like they're so good that they like kind of just easing through. Yeah, I feel like they got too many vets on the team where they know it's a long mm-hmm. season. It's 82 yeah. games. They got a lot yeah. of vets. Lamarcus Aldridge, Patty Mills, you know, guys who play deep into some to, to playoffs. And they I think they all know it's just like, we just got to get there. And yeah. w- which is good and bad to have that mentality. But I, I know mm-hmm. exactly what you're talking about. They always try to turn it on late. As soon as it gets late yeah. in the game, five, six minutes, then they want to turn up and show that we got the best players on the court. But you was down 12. Yeah. Yeah. And now so it's like, a dog fight. And then you dog fighting to try to win. They just they too talented. If almost they're almost too yeah. talented. So and where you speaking about those vets, those vets is getting it done. Like I, I think that I feel like that's a, uh, that's a that's a thing that the, the league is missing right now is vets. Like I feel like the Nets are showing like you need these vets to win. Like you see Patty Mills doing crazy things. Get Patty Mills to give you five threes. He's shooting like what forty four percent from three this year. Yep. He's coming yeah. in doing his 17 job. Seventeen last night. Oh, he fought, yeah, he fouled out too. But yep, he bought out but, last night too. But man, he's doing his thing, bro. And not although I talk about him fouling out, he's actually playing good defense. Like watching the games, if you watch guys, they don't they don't want to go up against Patty because like he'll like uh he'll draw a charge. Like, yeah. like he's 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 kind of small, so like it looked like you did more than you did. So like he playing, he getting his feet set. So like if you like a, a small guard, man, go watch Patty Mills. You see what he, how he uses his body for good, man, on both sides of the ball. No, Pat, Patty's special, really, really underrated, under underrated guard. Who I think again mm-hmm. played what he needs to play in San Antonio. People didn't give him no credit, and now he's showing you like different sides of his game that he got. Uh, but something I, I look at when I watch Brooklyn, I want to know if it's just me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Does this, this sounds weird. Does James Harden pass too much? Um, I, I feel like sometimes while I'm watching the Nets, I, he's making great basketball plays. You know, I, I understand great mm-hmm. passes, but he's passing the ball sometimes to guys who I'd rather not see them shoot the shots that he gives them. And uh. it, it seems like sometimes it kind of messes up the flow of their offense sometimes. They'll have a good pick and roll, and he's just not shooting the shots I feel that he, he used to shoot when he was in Houston, the James Harden that we came to love, he's now throwing a no-look fadeaway pass to, to Bruce Brown for a deep three. It's just like, ah, do you want that? Uh, I, I see what you mean. I feel like these last probably handful of games, he probably changed it up a little bit. But early on in the season, he was like, he was a little passive, I would say. And he wasn't like getting in that paint. You weren't, he wasn't like the scoring machine yeah. that we know James Harden to beat. And like, I, I think so. I think he's trying to find that balance, especially like, you playing with KD at any time, you can just pass him the ball and say, go score for us. Yeah. So I feel like he's trying to find that balance of, like, when can he be James Harden a scorer? When can he be the James Harden a facilitator? And then, like, when do 
get these guys, other guys involved. Like, yeah, yes, I, I I definitely can see that for sure. I, I think the Nets honestly would be the best Nets when James Harden is the scoring James Harden. Because when you think about what he did in Houston and how he became James Harden, the reason he was able to get eight, nine assists is because he was scoring so fucking much. Like, that's true. He, it wasn't because, like, oh, man, like, he's going to beat me off the dribble. He's making some great passes. No, he was literally scoring so much that they were sending two to three dudes at him. Someone had to be open. I, I think mm-hmm. when he gets back to that way of playing ball, and right now I feel like sometimes he's looking to make a good pass. Instead of, yeah. I think he used to look to put the ball in the hole, and if he passed it, he passed it, and then whatever happened after that happened. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a it's some good and bad because like, um, I'm not I don't want to be a corner dude. I don't want to sit in the corner all day either. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. some of those guys are young guys, so I feel like giving up giving it up early, giving it up early, and getting those guys some opportunity to like, you know, go hoop a little bit. I feel like that's good. That's exactly like, how I feel. I feel like he said that in his head when he passed that shit. Yeah, a little like, bit. <laughs> and I, I think it's like some. I think it's like he's trying to get us some confidence, but like, and and you know, right now it might look like he's passing too much, but you know, that, once again, that's James Harden. Like when it playoff time and that and that money on the line, I I know he like he he, he don't care about none of that. He we, KD, let's roll, Patty, let's and, let's. And hold, that's what I'm hold. hoping. I'm hoping he turns it on, but you know, we saw last year when. They both tried to turn it on, and physically there was nothing left in the tank. Yeah, they tried to turn. You know, so like they are, they both got to realize that they've been in the league now almost a decade. So that turn on ain't like it used to be. So, Mm -hmm. I think, no, it's a new year now, twenty twenty two on. Like after Christmas, I feel like you got to turn it on. All star break is too late to turn it on. It's it's more like I think that's a that comes with like disrespecting the game a little bit. Like, there we go, yeah. But they're they're so good. It's it's so like good. it doesn't matter to them. Like, but like it's also like I ain't gonna say like bat, but like basketball gods are like yeah, bring you back there. Like, like damn, now we lost. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And like we shouldn't have lost. But like that team is like, I think one of the biggest things we're not talking about also is like Joe Harris has not played. Man, that's been a Joe gigantic Harris loss. Not played. The best like, Kyrie hasn't team. played, but Joe Harris has not played either. Like that team is not gonna fully healthy team. So like, they're that's why I say they're really scary, and 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 their role players are doing a, a crazy job. They got the bodies, they got the shooters, they got. Yep. We we haven't seen. Can the they keep game. it up? Oh, we through the playoff. That's all we. That's all we need to that's see. That's all that matters. Just staying healthy. Just staying healthy, and like Cam Thomas. We haven't seen Cam Thomas like really like unload, and we know the scorer he is. Like, yeah. We've seen it in the summer league. We've seen it when he goes down to the G League and he has the G League and he has some opportunity. We know he's a bucket. Clax, we see Clax go. We see Nicholas Clax and his. Clax is getting like, better every day. Every game. You see every him, like, single game. A little bit more, a little bit more. And like, he's a dog. He's a dog. He's a dog. I want to. Who, who's your players of the, of the last week go to? Um, give me a guy in the East and a guy in the West. Or so two, two in the East, two in the West. What'd you have? Oh man, obviously I gotta go with I gotta go with Demar off the two buzzer beaters and he giving you twenty five both games. They winning these games. I gotta go with Demar in the E. And then in the West, I gotta go with John Morant. Yes, man. man. What a John comeback. Morant. Like he had a, he had a nice week. He had a nice week. One, we seen a we seen him give the Lakers forty. You know that's the more the marquee game. The marquee <laughs> got to. And then 
people don't, I don't know if everybody watched this, but he also sent the son home at home. Like he sent him to the crib off a buzzer beater. Yep. So how you be the number one seed, you you know, get a the King 40. So like John Morant is up there. Uh and then the West again. Uh the King. The like, King. come on, he's been, he, like, he's been playing pretty good. Bro, he giving you what he giving you 35. He giving you 35 a night right now. Man, and like I know he's not. They're not winning all these games, but you see, that's Le, like that's LeBron right there. Like, yeah, trying to keep them afloat, giving you these crazy stat numbers. This is like twenty-three-year-old LeBron, bro. I know we everybody talk about these thirty-seven. Like, this is not normal. Like, this is not normal. Nah, we definitely he he heard he heard the shit that people were saying about the Lakers and saying he was a little too old. So like, he making it known. I'm not. Yeah. I'm good. Like, I'm mm-hmm. fine. And. um the thing is, can they figure it out? Who knows? Uh, my player of the week in the East, uh, Joel Embiid, for me, a big, mm-hmm. big, gigantic win, I think, against the uh, against the Nets. And then uh, the West, the King, he been, he been doing good, man. I'm, I'm just not sure if that Lakers team is it. I wasn't sure before the season, though, for the record. I mean, like, I'm not one of those people who just thought that it wasn't going to work. Yeah. When, it, when they got Russell Westbrook, I was like, ah, you know. My my love for basketball said yes, great move, but like knowing how that was going to work, it's not natural. It's not. It's it's only one ball. So when two dudes literally dominate the ball and are great at dominate the ball and have never had to play off ball in their entire careers, that's mm. an issue. That's an issue, especially when neither can shoot. Yeah, I I think the the shooting is one thing that hurts. I hate I hate to be that guy because I don't think like you know like Russ is great at what he does but like for that team like he for to play with LeBron he probably needs to be with like, LeBron you need to be a shooter yeah or play just be able to play off the ball a little better because yeah. like right now he's playing like point center a little bit like he's getting the responsibilities of like sometimes he's in a dunker spot he, he's rebounding like he's like it's kind of it's a little weird it's not they unauthentic trying. they try really hard to make it fit man they really are yeah. But like I just when they when I looked at the roster, I didn't see what people I, I looked at it and just saw dang, y'all need some shooting help. You know, like I love Melo. Melo's my guy. Big love for Melo. Melo cannot be your best shooter. Cannot be. Not anymore. Not anymore. No. <laughs> eight eight years ago, Melo could even no, actually, no, Melo could never be your best shooter. He's a score. Shooter. He's a like, he's yeah. a score. You know, he, he puts that mug in the hole, he's gonna knock down some threes for you. But he can't be your number one. We need a three. It, it can't be mellow every time. That's not it. And that's mm-hmm. what the Lakers are at. You know, you had Austin Reeves playing because they needed a shooter that bad. And he mm-hmm. played ter- terrific. My, I had Austin Reeves did play great there. But like, come on, you gotta. I think one thing they need is. Uh, I don't think they're gonna get it, but I think they need some <laughs> consistency. <laughs> I think they need some consistency. Like you see every year, if if. If LeBron's not a top three seed, it's like, oh, we got to trade everybody. And yeah. I think, like, that could be good or bad. Like, you ain't get no familiarity with these guys. Like, as like we say, it looks bad now. Like, it could get worse. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like. They're going to make like, a move. They're going to make they a are. move, sadly. They are. So, that means, and with the players on their team, that means someone's going to get moved because they don't have, like, any. They got too many damn guys. They got 12 yeah. guys, and they want to play all 12 of them. Um, mm-hmm. So someone of a big name is going to get moved for sure. Um, we know it ain't going to be Russell. It ain't going to be AD and it ain't going to be LeBron. No, no, We know that for a fact. Anybody, any owner that trade for Russell Westbrook's contract right now gets fired the day after. 
I think the thing, well, yeah, Russell Westbrook's contract that is crazy. That nigga, 44 million, and he's playing like this. You can't trade for that shit and get the, you know, you can't get away with that. <laughs> you got to get fired for that. It's, it's tough, too, because, like, you know, that's Russell Westbrook. It's a, that's a, a generation. This is a Hall First of Fame. Ballot. And you know what the thing is, or what the landscape of the league is, like, I don't, I think everybody, like, kind of got their guards of now or their guards of the future. Like, guards are, like, guards are like dime a dozen now like yeah so like it's it's kind of that's going that's kind of tough to find a good guard like for us right now it's yeah it's going to be very I, i'm interested to see you know what the lakers try to pull off for sure because they got some question marks and it ain't just mm-hmm. at the guard spot the bigs the bigs need some help too yeah um, that defense is losing javel mcgee i said it Glad two years ago when it happened, losing Javel McGee is one of the silliest things that they did. And Dwight Howard the first time. Yeah, yep, <laughs> Dwight the first time. It's just whew, some questionable decisions. But looking ahead, man, to next week, man, I, so I got some great games coming up. Some great games. I checked the schedule tomorrow. We get the Grizzlies and the Nets. Mm-hmm. John, I think John ja, ja might be due for another another thirty piece. Hey, that's a big time player, man. Like you, see, he shows up in big time games. Like we, like I just said, we gave the Lakers forty. Like you, you know, I know he hears all the buzz within that. He probably gonna do it. Put on another show. You see what he did in the playoffs last Man, year. He's an all star this year. He's an all star this better year. Better be. So, like, so it's gonna be. Oh, and please expect KD to show up because K KD likes to. I think KD plays like a little, plays like little mind games too. With like younger <laughs> players. Yeah. Like came to Detroit and gave K fifty. Like come on, like. I think KD is going to also have a big game, too, though. Who you got winning that one, Grizzlies or the Nets? Um, I got the Nets. They came – they're not going to win three three games back to back and back. They're going to – They got to go, they gotta get one dub. Yeah, they're not going to let these slip. Man, my favorite team in the NBA to watch right now, the Hornets. They got the <laughs> Wizards on Monday night. Talk about some dudes having fun. I love them Charlotte Hornets, man. They out there balling. Those are buckets. Those that's going to be a game full of highlights is the, the Hornets and the Wizards. I think the Hornets are uh, probably going to win it. But the Wizards quietly looking okay over there. Bradley Bill got them boys playing. The Wizards got a team full of death right now. They miss a center identity. Which you know, is huge. 20 points, you know. So, like, I like the Wizards somewhat. But those, that's another team that's not giving you no defense. Oh, yeah. And sure. they're not giving you any defense. They're undersized. They're missing Thomas Bryant. We haven't seen Rui Hachimara all year. No. What happened to him? So they got some good upside, but you bring up the Hornets. I like that Hornets team. Uh, I think, like, you know, defensively, they're, again, they're not, like, they're still in the law in probably, what, 115. Like, they're a lot, a lot of points. But, like, Lamelo's a show. Lamelo, is, is Lamelo an all-star right now? But he, I don't know if he is or not, but he's a, he's a show. I, I think he might be an all-star this year. He, he right on the thin line. Tough yeah. conference to make it in. That's the issue. Yeah. It's a tough yeah. conference to make it in. The Bucks yeah. and the Nets Friday night. Nets got a lot of big games. And I think yeah. they gotta win both of them. I think both of the, I think they win both of them. I gotta I, beat the Bucks on Friday. Mm, yeah, I, I'm I might have to where is that home? Is that home? It's at home. Yep. Both at home. I have to see if Chris Middleton comes back for the for the for the Bucks, yeah. Because I think I think that's gonna be just a good game overall, good game. Actually, I'm gonna go with the Nets regardless, because I think KD just wants to show like 
these are the games KD cares about. Like, you know, yeah, he, he's the this one. Is the, this is the one he's gonna show you. Like, all right, I'm. What do you say? I'm Kevin Durant. <laughs> you know who the I'm, fuck I am. I'm you him. know who I am, Kevin Durant. So I, <laughs> I think that's the games he's gonna show you. He KD. Lakers and the Hawks Friday night. The Hawks finally got a prime time game. They don't get too many of these, man. Man, and they got to go to LA. So this is a big I, game for the Lakers, though. That's the issue. I think for the Hawks, it's like that's gonna like uh, young players have fun in in, in LA. Like, they have fun. they get busy when they go to LA. So we, you know, I mean, it's got to be a business. Another, it's got to be a business trip, man. They got to keep their I head mean, on. That's what I'm talking about in a game. They having fun. Like you see guys go in there and get you third. They get a Lakers thirty. Your favorite player is giving the Lakers thirty. So I mean, Trey Young <laughs> might do that in his sleep. Give you thirty and ten. So I think that's Trey might be on for a thirty piece Friday night. And I know it's uh, another tough game because you guys are just rotating some guys in from COVID protocol. Now they lost a bunch of guys, and uh, so I, I might have to go with the Hawks there. Man, it's it's tough though because you keep looking at the schedule. It's like Lakers, y'all got to get a couple of leads, like a couple of these games y'all gonna have to get. And yeah, but nobody's letting them get these. No, they, they coming to beat the Lakers every single time. Like they coming to embarrass the Lakers. Honestly, that's what yeah. they, every time they play, they want to embarrass the Lakers. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I don't know. They need some answers with this defense. I mean, I think they get. Yeah, I think they just need some answers with this defense primarily. Like they don't have any like defensive identity. Ain't gonna get one. Yeah. <laughs> What's some uh, role players you looking at this week, uh last week that you didn't that you like and that's thriving in their roles? Uh it's kinda hard for me to say a role player like this, but like my guy Desmond Bain in Memphis is balling. I, I don't know if he's getting the credit he deserves right now. Nope. He's giving he I think he, Dylan Brooks went out for a little bit, and Desmond Bain is giving you 20, like, yep. every, any other night. He's filling in perfect for Dylan. Desmond Bain is a bucket. He's a bucket. He's a, a shooter. He's a bucket. I, I like Desmond Bain right there. I'm really liking uh, low-key your boy Kobe White, in, uh, Kobe White in Chicago. Oh, my goodness. I love Kobe here. He been, I, I feel like he's been a little quiet since he came out of UNC. You ain't really heard much about him, but mm-hmm. – he secretly, he's secretly a, a very good young guard. I think I, I like his upside, and he's been having some fantastic games over there as well. Oh, Kobe White's a bucket for sure. Uh, I think like I think it was like kind of it's a big market. It's a big market, and I don't think like I think it's hard to be a, like a good young guard right away. And like I think mm-hmm. he's like on the he's on a path to be a good young guard, but it's just not as quick as like people expected. Yeah, hundred percent. And it probably looks a little different next to two guys who give you 25 a night. So, like, I, I think Kobe White is, is, like you said, he's a bucket. He's a, he's, a, he's a good guard. With all the buzzer beaters this week, I just want to hear, what are your – give me five of your most memorable NBA buzzer beaters. Five Ooh, of them. Okay. All right. Of course, we we going uh, – I got to go with the B. Kobe B. Over D Wade. Over D Wade. Okay. Yeah, it was something I just watched live, and now that's always gonna stay with me. So Kobe over D Wade off the glass. Oh, I'm trying to think what I seen with my own eyes. Uh, not a not a buzzer beater. Ray Allen in the corner. San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. shot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got to go. Ray Allen in the corner. <sighs> hey, this one is like 
this is just my memorable ones. Like, yeah, yeah, this, just this, you. This is a, I, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin over in Toronto. Bang! Just to walk up, just to walk up. I think that just symbolizes so much, especially because I love guys who like who you don't expect to like be who they are. Mm-hmm. Mm. The underdog um, story. Once again, when you talk about that, who am I talking? I'll, like once again, these are the ones I, I've seen with my eyes. So I gotta go. It, it at his peak. I think he gave him Kent Bazemore. Kent Bazemore gave him <laughs> Steve Smith. Step back, bucket, game him. Game do. Yep. That's four. Ooh, four. And then. I don't want to be a prisoner at the moment and say DeMar DeRozan either, but that would like that. That's what I wanted to see. Did the one footer crack? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna have. To, I can't say yeah, cause like I don't know if it, I don't think it's like it signifies anything for his career, but like in my mind, <laughs> the only one in my mind, you know what I'm thinking of. I don't know if you remember this one is uh, John Wall against the Celtics. And okay, yeah, 2017, 2017, 2017 over Avery Bradley. Yeah, that's a banger, say, too. I say John Wall. I know people probably like, why are those ones like, but I know say John Wall because like we haven't seen John Wall like that, like in a while. So, like, that's when I like when I think of John Wall, like who John Wall that really moment is. come back. I know exactly the shot you're talking about. Yeah, when I when I think of like it or who it really is, that's what I think that's his like career. And I think of Jeremy Lin, you feel me? Like, at Jeremy Lin's that peak, that's what that's I think That's five of. good ones. That's five so, like, good ones. That's what I think of. And, of course, the bean. Like, come on. Bro. That's also on my list. That was my one for sure. Number two, I had Dame over PG. Oh, oh. The bad oh shot. God. The bad shot. I, I got it, yeah. yeah uh, that's definitely. Three. I'll call it out. Three I'm was, sorry. uh. I gotta replace one too. I'm I'm sorry. I gotta replace that. I might have to say that's Daniel was nasty, man. I forgot. Um, I didn't three. Yeah, I didn't escape the claw. I I, I would. I didn't even count the claw in mine. Yeah, I was gonna I say three was Derek Fisher over the San Antonio Spurs with point three oh, seconds point left. Point four seconds left. That one I almost cried. Um, <laughs> and then my last one. Is when Steph Curry pulled up from half court against the uh, OKC Thunder. Yes, like two, yeah. like two steps after half court, just raised on him. And I remember looking at my dad, and my dad was like, "That was the most open he was gonna get." <laughs> and, I, and I was like, and I was like, he probably actually thought that too. Is why he shot it too. Like, ain't no hands here, so fire. Yes, so here, them the five moments, man. It's been some great buzzer beaters you've been seeing. Like you said, when you watching it live. They make you just jump out your seat. Oh my yeah, like it's like it, it ain't the same as a highlight. It just stick with you. Like that's why like I'm kind of upset I don't even think about the claw because like you know when you were replay you seen it. Yeah, I was at a Myers. I was <laughs> I, I couldn't even see it. I remember exactly where I was at. So like those ones I got I gotta throw that that dame in there. That dame in there. Oh my yeah. god, that's the best buzzer beater. Might maybe hands down. Dude, that man, I knew like this that's a bad shot. <laughs> To give you fifty, <laughs> to give you fifty in a game, bro. You better and, take and, that on the. And, you better and take that, guy, man. And send, and send you to the crib. No, I sent them to a whole new state. How you trade your? Got your franchise players traded after that? Yeah, hey, we sent you to Cancun with that shot, man. Don't tell me it's a bad shot. Get out of here, <laughs> <laughs> man. That's a good first episode, DF, bro. Uh, 
Message to the people. Oh, uh, bro, like, uh, I go with this, bro. I just like it's it's a new year. It's twenty twenty two, and you know everybody's like coming out with these New Year's resolutions and stuff like that. And we like, you know, our gym memberships are going up. Everybody got these vision boards and stuff like that. And you know, like that's good. And I want to make make it a point to like just remember to like be where you are, and like uh, don't compare yourself to other people. And I know that's so harder said than done, and it's something I might struggle with myself. But like with this, stay off your social medias as much, and like don't yeah. compare yourself to other people. You in your own race, you ain't comparing yourself to nobody. Like whenever it happens, it, it will happen. Like so, like want more, but don't like don't forget to love yourself and and like. And and be okay with where you at. Not okay, like content, but like okay, like at yeah. peace. A hundred percent, man. That's what this uh this week of basketball didn't taught me for sure. Watching these G League guys come in and step up, you know, just just yes, like you sir. said, staying prepared, running your race, and when your name is called, all that work you didn't put in, all them hours you didn't sweat it. Now you ready for the moment, and and whatever you do, not even in basketball, whatever you do. Yes, sir. It's going to show, bro. And I, I just fully, like, believe, like, God going to give you an opportunity. Yes, sir. Definitely. And just be ready for it. You know how many you going to get. So when you yeah. get it, you got to be prepared for it. Yes, sir. I, I, I'm, I'm with you a thousand percent on that. Hey, man, that's a wrap. Episode one, the pilot anomaly completed, man. That's been real, DF. Oh, uh, bro, appreciate you, bro. Hope to see you soon, bro. Yes, sir. We're going to run it back for sure. Y'all stay tuned next episode. All right. Anomaly, a podcast presented by Sports Time with my...